This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. happening jay randall back in the house Woo! hi brian <laughs> how are you today glad to have you back brother good to see you back in the hot seat again so we got nicholas beltran up in the house what's up brother hope you are well as well well as well well as well oh yeah it's good english yeah you know you know getting it done getting it done couple announcements on the docket this evening next event as you can see is at the cold water chain in michigan 
Michigan. Our guest is from Michigan tonight. Is he? I think so. Man, I don't know about that state. Uh, Michigan. <laughs> um, uh, everything on Tourney X has been updated, so uh, get signed up. Get signed up. Registration's heating up. Uh, yeah, got some cool stuff going on there. Yeah, it's going to be a good time over there, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Lots of fishies in that water. Jay's excited. He looked up. There's pike in the lakes. Yep. So he's excited. He's ready to go. <laughs> so that's what I'll be doing. He's packing his bags tonight. He <laughs> might might be there before we head there. So um, also on the docket, uh, something that uh, we wanted to announce and promote, uh, support Shannon Williams. All right, Jay, am <laughs> I putting it on the screen or are you? Come on now. Sorry, I'm the new guy. Uh <laughs> There's a benefit bass tournament uh, through Top Water Series, uh, which uh, you know the event on uh, Cold Water Chain is in conjunction with. Um, they're doing a benefit. Shannon was just diagnosed with cancer, so I mean, even if you can't fish it, get signed up. Um, I'll have Jay drop the link to that down in the comments. Actually, you already did that, right? You sent that to me. Uh, yeah, I put it. In the, I will. Uh, I will comments. put that in the comments. Get signed up. Support Shannon. Uh, she was a former teammate, right? She yeah, yeah. Jackson. We were on Jackson together. Um, she is the girlfriend of Jeremy Crow as well. So, if anybody knows him, you probably know about this as well. But she's a, uh, you know, she's a stick. Um, she's good at what she does. She uh, fished on the um, what was it? Oh, the for in Panama. I can't remember the team. Oh, Team USA. Yeah, it? was it Team USA? Oh, I thought it was. That like... wasn't in Panama, though. I thought that was uh, Tennessee. Was it? Oh, that was Tennessee. I'm all mixed up. But anyway, she. I mean, you know, she's really cool. You know, really cool, and I don't know. She's a a good positive force in the, uh, you know, in the industry, and you know, so just uh, look out for her. And like Brian said, you know, um, even if you're not going to fish the tournament, just you know, throw a couple bucks over there. You know, they can definitely use it. Yeah. Yeah, any any little bit helps. Yeah, that's for sure. And we'll actually have her on next week. Oh, that is confirmed. Yeah, that's confirmed. Okay, so we'll have Shannon on next week, and we'll talk more. We'll talk, you know, we'll talk a little bit about this, but we're going to talk about her just in general, just about fishing and everything, and all our adventures up there in Michigan. Nice, nice. I like it. Releasing details the week before. Yeah, we should get used to that. <laughs> we should do that more often. I guess don't get used to it. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> the, we're the slackers. Um, yeah. Did we have anything else? Anything um, else on the docket before we get rolling? No. Besides, you know, we got a epic guest. We do. <laughs> he's he's about as epic as they get. Let's let's get him in here, Mr. Mike McKinstry in the house, the bass squatch hunter himself. Straight from Michigan, oh, this, the streets oh. of Detroit. No, the guy behind you. <laughs> yeah, take it, take it easy. You lost me at Epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe me, that took a lot to say. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Welcome back, up, brother. Guys? What's well, up, man? Welcome back to my living room. I, I mean, you know, living room, oh, Jay, studio. Jay's been, in my, Jay's been in my living room, I guess. Brian's only been in the studio. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, I don't want to know what you guys did. It was a special night. I'm I'm actually sitting right where he was sleeping. This is true. This is true. Actually, it kind of slipped everywhere on there, so it's all good. JD in the house. What's up, <laughs> brothers? Hope you're doing well. Hope you are doing well as well, my friend. 
well as well. So, well See, I, I wanted it again. I, I wanted to uh, say something about. Well, I probably jump with a gun. I'll just wait. No, go ahead. No, I'm wait. Man. It's your show. Well, you you mentioned the uh, the Shannon event, and I just want yes. everybody to know that I did sign up for it. Um, I'm not gonna be able to um, enter any fishing or anything, but I did sign up for it. Um, so hold on, I have a dog trying to play with me over here. Hold on, get over there. Um, Mike, so, we're uh, trying to run a professional thing here, buddy. Come on, dude. Come on. I have I have three dogs on me right now, and it's dead <laughs> silent in this room, so they're just like going nuts. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so I signed up for the event. I'm not going to be able to fish in it or enter fish in it at all, but I want to encourage everybody to donate the uh, $45 entry fee. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's like, house is You know what's funny? Apart. He's like, you know, was that squirrel? Tag the kind of day this to me. Dude, I have so much going on. I have three dogs in my house. I have my, my best friend Mike over here is working in the music area over there in the studio. So there's just like, I have the worst squirrel syndrome in the world as it is. So like anytime the distraction, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like just straight ahead, buddy. Straight ahead. Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Well, welcome back, brother. Uh, it's good to yeah, have you thanks back. Thanks for having me, man. I, I, I love being on this podcast, man. It's always a good time. It's always fun. Well, uh, you had uh, some exciting stuff go down this week for sure. Uh, Two million viewers on your TV show. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome, man. Congrats, brother. Yeah, thank you, man. It's absolutely nuts. We actually hit it first the first week of April, uh, but we didn't get the results for the ratings until like a couple days ago. So we didn't know when we hit two million, but we knew it would be within pretty quick because we were at one point nine two before that. So, but uh, yeah, it's a huge milestone, man. But it's kind of like I, I said the other day too. It's kind of like in the old Sonic the Hedgehog game, like when you're like flying and you hit like a speed ramp and you fly forward and then you start slowing down and you fly forward again. And this is just another launch pad for me to fly forward. And uh, we're just looking forward to hitting, you know, 2 million is cool, but uh, 3 million is cooler. So we're just waiting for the next one. 3 million is cooler. I mean, yeah, it's true. I'd, I'd rather have 3 million. It is a greater number. <laughs> good. So proud of Jay. Tomorrow we'll like numbers and colors. I know. It's yeah. official Jay past the first grade yeah yes. well didn't we yeah. learn oh, uh, okay. he's like ah, i took two tries but yeah. <laughs> hey you guys can make fun all you want when you got to sit down with kids these days and then help them with their their math uh i don't know where that all went yeah right but it's gone like it's first gone grade, first grade was the best three years of jay's life yeah i'm like can we just break this down <laughs> into pluses and all those other squiggly lines and just oh, go with geez. that Oh, geez. <laughs> Nicholas Beltran says, congrats, Mike. J.D. DeRosier said, congrats, Mad Mike. Super stoked for you. Uh, it's awesome, Thank man. You, it's, Thank you, Nick. I know it's been uh, a lot of work. So you got 2 million views. Do you got $2 million in the bank now, too? Uh, actually, that's exactly how it works. I get a dollar for every viewer, so I'm actually a millionaire. I just didn't want to tell anybody <laughs> that. Um, yeah, dude, if that ever becomes he's a, he's a thing, like, if that's how like if that's how it works, like that'd be amazing. It's, I think it's the opposite because for some reason, like the bigger my show gets, the broker I get. So I'm still haven't figured yeah, out right. how it works yet. <laughs> hey, you never know, like, man. The more... There's, you know, when, once they institute that social credit, you know, it's, yeah. you'll be on there, man. You'll be rich. Yeah, I guess. That, I, I don't like. Really, I don't like conform to what their social credits would be. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still, they'd be like finding ways to dock you. 
Yeah, dude, a white Jewish kid <laughs> from Detroit. I don't think I'm on top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. Well, I was uh, I was actually catching up on your episodes the past couple of days, man. And uh, you know, did you, you watch the new ones? Them. Did you did you watch the new uh, from this year, the seaplane and the duck hunting? I watched both. I watched yes. both. So you're the two uh, views, yes. <laughs> oh, you got two views, not two million. I hit yeah. a, I hit a cued. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's now two million and two. <laughs> two million and two. <laughs> yeah, man, it was uh, it was good stuff. I really dug the uh, the seaplane one, man. I know you were super excited about that the last time we had you on, and um, you know, super cool to uh, to watch and. You know, um, it was funny because I was thinking it and then you stated it in the episode. You were like, I was a little nervous about being in this little seaplane and landing on water and stuff. And I'm yeah, like, man, I wonder what that's like. It's got to be kind of sketchy. You know what I mean? Well, because whenever I do a new adventure with a show, like, you know, like when I did the NASCAR racing thing, I was doing a crap load of research on NASCAR and like racing techniques. So I could just try to like, I, I always, I don't like being the dumbest person in the room ever. Um, and plenty of time, majority of my life, I'm not the smartest man in the room either. So I try to be at least educated so I can fit in the room. So I want to at least like understand jargon and stuff. So the seaplane thing, I'm like doing research and Google searching. Everything that you Google search for seaplanes comes up with crashes. And <laughs> I was like, so I call, I called the guy up and I was like, hey man, so I see all these seaplane things where they hit the water, they just start flipping and over end because they hit the skis wrong. He goes, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh yeah. And he goes, yeah, that can, he's like, yeah, that could happen. And I'm like, but that's not going to happen. Right. Like, that's, <laughs> but hold on. He goes, he goes, no, dude, I've been doing this for a long time. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. Like how long you've been flying seaplanes? He goes, this is like my second or third year. And I was like, oh, it's not a long time, man. Like, like I have underwear for that long, older than two years, you know, I'm like, it's not that long, man. And then, uh, then he like laughed about it. He goes, yeah, he goes between the two of us, we've been flying for like 40 years. Like, don't worry about it. So I, I was scared at first, and then I got calm. And then once I got in the seaplane, like if you guys haven't seen the episode that are listening to this, you got to see the episode because you don't realize like I'm not a big dude. So the back of this plane is about this wide. Like it's 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 a 1947 um, Piper um, seaplane. So it's like post war era. Like it's all fabric. Um, like there's no metal sheets on this plane at all. It's just a frame with fabric and paint. And it like touches my shoulders in the back, like a tapered back. So I'm sitting like this. The pilot is like six foot six, big, like big dude. Like it looks like Donkey Kong on a go-kart in this thing. Like he's huge. <laughs> he up, like he fills up the whole area in front of the plane. So I can't see around him, above him. I'm just staring at his back right here. And I'm like, once I get in the plane, then it started all over again. I was like, okay, now I'm scared again. Like now I can't even see in front of me. So I'm like, hey man, I'm getting sweaty because I'm getting nervous. I'm like, hey, can we like open this like a window? He pushes the door open because there's no window in a plane. Like the door just opens. And I'm like, holy crap, don't do that. I see movies. Like, I'm going to get sucked out. He goes, dude, this thing goes 70 miles an hour. He goes, it's like rolling your window down in the car. So I was like, okay, so here we are taking off on the water with the doors open. Like, it was, it was super scary for the first, like, I don't know, 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes kicked in, I was like, this is probably the coolest thing I've ever done. Like, being in a tiny little plane in the sky and going down over the lakes and land on the water. I mean, it was so peaceful and like, you could hear the water, like, you know how like in a kayak or in a boat, you can hear the water, like the waves, like slapping the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So when you're landing, that's all you hear is like slapping the bottom of the skis into the plane. 
And it was just such a cool experience, man. It's, I, I will say this though, it's the hardest thing I've ever fished off of because that, when that thing starts drifting, like you need to stay in the main part of a lake so you have room to start the prop because the only way you can move a plane is to start the prop and move at its own power. So we were fishing for like five minutes, 10 at a time, then powering it up. And I was holding on like a stunt man while he goes forward. And, you know, the wind was like 400 mile hour wind. It felt like at my face and I was holding on and we move like 20 feet back to the main main leg. I throw like, it's like fishing in a kayak in the wind with no pedal drive or anything where you're just like, you cast and then you drift back like a hundred feet by the time you retrieve. So it was super hard to fish off of. That's why we only caught one fish. Cause we got one fish. We're like, we're done. Like no more. We're done. <laughs> like let's get back <laughs> to the awesome. plane. Like, but <laughs> I'm going to be doing another episode of sea planes this year. I hope um, the, the pilots loved it and they were super on board with it too. You guys got to leave me alone. Cut it out dogs. And uh, they're both like scratching up by my legs right now. Trying to get attention. Um, so uh, Liberty, stop it. So we're going to do another episode though with the planes though. And I'm super pumped about it. Heck yeah, man. Duke's asking, uh, is that a stash that Jay is rocking or is it just a shadow? Uh, we're going to call it's, this the COVID monstrosity. He's trying to rock a stash, yeah, dude. I even got this. I, little, I think it's dirt. Yeah, it's dirt. I even got this little, it's a little patch here. Everyone's telling me to shave it. Look like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten it from family members. <laughs> oh boy i'm like oh, all right well so no no different from when you don't have facial hair right? it's pretty much it yeah that's pretty much it i can't wait to see you again mike oh boy <laughs> oh boy we start, uh, are we starting this part of the conversation already it's pretty early i know right it's like <laughs> it's like you know the shows you know every pretty, show with you two like you it know. gets a little awkward i'm just saying <laughs> just Ryan saying it starts going off screen just like, i'm like <laughs> wondering if i should leave the room during this part of the conversation no buddy you should stay i don't know i don't want to join your guys' circle <laughs> oh do we but love uh it's like a, it's like our thing <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Oh my God, Mike! Uh, what else is new with you, Mike? Jesus Christ! So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a first. Um, Way to make it weird. <laughs> Don't blame me for making it weird. It's always weird. Oh man. Um, well, the duck hunting episode turned out pretty cool too. Um, you know, that was your second time doing the duck hunting from the kayaks, right? Yeah, it was actually the third time. The first one we didn't make an episode of. The first, last year we did an episode uh, with the same guy with my buddy Curtis, and uh, uh, the, we had a great time last year too. But this year we actually got like, I like this year I say it was my first time actually getting a duck in the kayak because last year it was so sketchy. It was like such a weird like I had no idea what I was doing. Like it was it was so new where it wasn't really a success in my opinion. This year. Um, Excuse me. I got really, really lucky, and we had a beautiful duck fly, like thirty miles an hour, like eye level, and just above the decoys. So I got lucky and had a one-shot duck, and then we had geese land and decoys right in front of us too. So uh, this year, like I think it was the best trip I've done so far. But it was the second time we did it. Um, but it was a it was a great time, man. That was duck hunting in the kayaks. I think is one of the coolest things uh, because it kind of combines the passion of kayaking and being in the water and being close to nature and be able to be stealthy um with my love for you know being able to hunt and shoot and stuff too so it's a really cool episode yeah man i uh i was fortunate enough to get out a couple times last season you know 
duck hunting out of the kayak, man. It was, it was definitely unique, a little different, a little different setup than what you guys were doing. You know, we were going out in marshes and, you know, backing into the reeds, you know, overlooking the decoys and stuff. And I'm looking forward to this fall, man, getting out and doing that again. Super cool. Well, that's what we did last year. Last year we backed into the marsh and we were in a, like a, we were like in a pond area last year. And uh, it worked really well, but this year we wanted to go bigger. So we went to Lake St. Clair this year. And yeah. if you, you know, as you can see in the episode, the waves were like insane. They were Same. calling yeah. for like very little wind that day. Then of course, when we get to St. Clair, St. Clair is like its own ecosystem. So there was no wind the whole way there. As soon as we get to the shoreline, it was just a white cap, white cap. We're like, oh, well, we ain't launching out here. So we actually moved from where we originally planned to a new spot. And uh, we didn't know if we were going to see any birds that day, but we got lucky. Saw a couple. We shot at probably two out of range. Um, and then we had a diver come in that we sprayed. We couldn't get to him. And we tried going out in our kayaks to go get him. And he was just gone. So um, we saw more ducks than we shot, obviously. But it was still a good time. I mean, it's it was a great adventure. And it was a really cool episode. I mean, the episode came together really well. Yeah, I dug it, man. What, what were your thoughts, Jay? Jay didn't watch. It, it, it was pretty neat. No, I've seen it. <laughs> Jay, Jay's like, it. Jay's like, he's got a show. What, what is? Yeah. I was like, who? I was like, he looks familiar. Um, yeah. No, he look. No, I mean, I haven't gone yet, so I'm really looking forward to this year to be able to do it. Finally, ready to do it. But um, yeah, Did you I watch mean, the episode though. Yeah, I watched the episode. Really? What happened yeah. in six minutes and 24 seconds? I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, well, I have a quiz prepared for you. Wait, <laughs> let, let me just say, I love the, I love your technique of hopping up and shooting. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't very incognito. Yeah, I didn't see the, I didn't see the video, Mike. Yeah, I saw that fucking video. Oh, <laughs> I let it... <laughs> So, You're gonna have to censor Jay. I'm gonna ignore. I'm gonna ignore the, the, the cursing because I'm still on the part where you just told another man that you love the way he popped up and shoots. <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm so confused. Well, yeah. uh, before this goes down that road again, um, at the end of that episode, you uh, you gave away a kayak, which was super cool, and that's something like you're. Um, super awesome about you know your whole um pay it forward thing and you do so much um outside of the kayak fishing community and and for your local community which is super awesome man but uh, you know you had given that kayak away to a uh, a firefighter which was awesome i thought it was cool that he got picked and then not only that like you got his girlfriend in on the situation dude his, and- his girlfriend's parents were in on it which i didn't know uh, but the two people in that video that were standing on the sidewalk filming with their phones. Oh, was, yeah. yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know at the time, but that was his girlfriend's parents that lived next door. So when I got there, uh, so we did a random name generator for the final three people that we got down to uh, because we couldn't decide. Like, there was no, like, I wish I had 10 kayaks to give away for that giveaway um, because everyone that entered deserved a kayak, in my opinion. Um, but we only had one to give away. So we did a random name generator. When it picked on him, I was like, oh, perfect. You know, he's a Detroit fireman. Like, um, he's into fishing. This would be this would be awesome. So I set it up with his girlfriend for like two weeks behind the scenes kind of thing. And I was like, all right, so when you, you got to wake him up, I'm going to disguise myself as a delivery person because she ordered furniture that was supposed to be due that day anyway. And I'm like, like this work. Uh, so she was filming with her phone. So it's like all the footage just as like girlfriend hidden camera or whatever. That was her phone that she was like secretly holding and filming the whole time as she was getting him to the door and stuff. 
Well, I that her parents were outside. They moved the garbage cans out of the way, everything out of the way, so I could park right where I needed to. And like they were totally on the whole thing. And uh, when he came out, he just woke up because he worked midnight shift that night, which worked even better because he didn't catch all the things that I screwed up on, like having a kayak sitting on a stand with moving blankets over it. Like if he was wide awake and alert, he would have been like, "Ah, uh, something's weird about that." Sure. Uh, and he would have recognized me because he watches my videos. So I got really lucky that he was kind of groggy. Um, but yeah, that was it was it was one of the better surprises I think that I've done just because he was so unexpected. Like even when he saw a kayak with a blanket over it, like most people would know it was a kayak because like the shape of it and everything. He was still was like, oh, it's a bookcase. Like he thought it was like a bookshelf or something. Like he had no idea. <laughs> so it, it, when the blanket came off and he gave that look to the camera, like that was like my favorite like ways because he, he like did a spin around of the camera like what like it was it was so cool but yeah he's a great dude man uh like i need to, i still haven't gone fishing with him yet but i need to go out fishing with him and uh get him on the water but yeah that was great I, i'm so happy i got to include that in the episode too because you know a lot of people have seen that um and i've gotten a lot of messages from people who were you know really touched by it and they were kind of inspired they're like man we want to do something now too like i want to help out and um, I actually got a message from a guy who went to his little firehouse. Um, I think it's called firehouse fire station and uh, brought them all lunch one day and stuff and messaged me about it too. And I was like, dude, that's exactly the point of me doing those that one person, it's all it takes can be inspired to go do something cool or do something to change someone's life or make a positive impact. It feels good to do it. So, you know, it's, it's super cool. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, you gave away another kayak just recently too. I mean, that was a whole story I was kind of following on your social media as well. You know, you went out uh, to fish and ran into a dude, his kayak started sinking and you guys had to kind of tow him back in and his boat ended up sinking like right at the ramp or something. Right. And then, uh, yeah, that was nuts too. That wasn't planned at all. Like the other kayak giveaway was a planned giveaway. We posted it on social media. We had to enter, um, like, you know, it was a totally different situation. This one is like the most random, like I still talk about it with Darius. The guy's name is Darius that I helped out. Um, I, we still make jokes about it because it's like everything had to work so perfectly for that to happen. And he might not even be here today if that all didn't work perfectly. And like, we were running late that day, which my camera guy is never late. Like he's so punctual. He's like, he keeps me on track because he's so punctual and that day he called me and said, Hey, I'm running behind that. Cool. Like, I, is it cool if I show up 40 minutes late? Said, yeah, that's fine. I'm, we're having kind of like a, we're only filming for YouTube. We weren't filming for the show, but we were just filming a YouTube uh, review of the, of a kayak. So I was like, it's no big hurry. Like we have all day, like we don't have to catch fish or anything. We're just doing a video about the kayak. So we get there 40 minutes late. We pull up to the launch and as uh, I'm opening my trailer up, I see a, a SUV pull in with a kayak on top. And whenever I see that, I was like, hey, my people, like, I'm going to talk to someone about kayak fishing. Like, this is cool. So we were talking about fishing and, and like, asked if he's ever been on the lake before. And he's like, yeah, I come out here a lot. And I was like, cool. Do you know about the island out here or these little spots? And he's like, oh, no, I didn't know about that spot. I was like, dude, hang out with us. We're not filming anything serious today. Um, just want to hang out and follow us around a little bit. Um, I'll show you my spots. It's my home lake. Um, it's the lake that me and you went on, Jay, for the pike episode. Um, so I know the lake really well. So I was like, hey, follow us around. He goes, that'd be great. Um, and then he wasn't wearing a life jacket and when he launched and I was like, Hey man, I like, I hate to be the guy, but at the same time, like I'll be that guy. I was like, Hey man, I got a spare life jacket. Like we would throw it on real quick. Just to make sure like if the water's hypothermic temperatures, I don't want to be responsible for trying to catch you in the water because I don't want to be in the water either. 
and he laughed about it, which was super cool. And that showed me his character right then. He wasn't like complaining that I said something about wearing a life jacket. Um, he laughed about it. He's like, yeah, man, I love that, man. I don't have a good life jacket. So I threw my life jacket <clears throat> and then we went our own ways. That was the crazy part. So like all these things had to happen like perfectly for us to meet at a launch and then give him a life jacket, all these things like that. So he goes his own way this way. We go this way and start filming for a little while. And then my camera guy was like, hey, let's go meet up with him on that side. He's over in the middle of the lake, like the deepest part of the lake. Let's go meet up with, with Darius and see how he's doing. And we'll go start, you know, casting. And I need some more shots of the kayak. I'm like, all right, cool. So we, as soon as we meet up with him, it's actually we got it on camera, which is super crazy how it accidentally happened. We were, he was My camera guy was filming me pedaling the kayak. And then I looked over at Darius and said, hey, man, your kayak looks really low. Like the back of it was almost underwater. He's like, yeah, I got a bunch, a bunch of gear back there. And I'm like, yeah, but that's like, he had a crate. Like it's not a bunch of gear. I was like, no, but like, I know kayaks enough to know that that's not normal. So I'm like, Hey, like there's a shoreline right up here. Let's go up to the beach up there. Like, you know, who lives there, but I know a lot of people on the lake, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Pull up on Sky's beach and just, let's just make sure your kayak's okay. I'm like, do you have your drink plug in? And he goes, I think so. I'm like, that's if you say think, then let's get (laughs) out the water. Like you should, drain plug should be like a hundred percent. Yes. So we go to the shore, we drag his kayak up. It's the whole thing's full of water. There's a hole like that long underneath the bottom. And he has no drain plug on the top of the kayak either. So I was like, oh, dude, I'm like, this is not good. So we take a bunch of his gear and put it on my camera guy's kayak. He had, um, I didn't have the motor on my kayak that day because I was doing a review on a new kayak. So I was in my Dorado with a motor. My camera guy has the old town with a motor. So I was like, hey, dude, just tie a rope to his kayak and let's just tow you in as fast as possible. And you can borrow one of my kayaks and come back out and fish with us. So he's like, all right, cool, man. So they launch first or they take off first. And I go on Facebook live because I thought it was a good opportunity to share with everyone live on Facebook. Like, Hey, this is why you do a pre launch inspection to make sure you have your drain plug. This is why you wear a life jacket. Like I thought it'd be a good opportunity to show people in a real life situation. Like this is why, this is why we all preach these things because this is what could happen. But little did I know while I'm filming this on Facebook, they're going closer to shore and I see him disappear. Like his kayak just disappears. And then he starts rocking side to side. And I was like, Oh, he's going over. <laughs> and then, so the, the launch goes like this, that's like a 30 foot drop off. He ended up falling over at, in like three and a half feet of water. That's how close he was to the shore. So like any further back, he would have been in 30 foot of water and have some water. And it would have been, he would have lost all of his gear. It would have been terrible. Uh, he ended up losing zero gear because the water was so shallow. We got everything back. Uh, we pulled his kayak up and I told him right away, I was like, Hey man, I'll fix your kayak for you. I have a plastic welder. I have steel mesh at home. Um, I'll fix your kayak for you. Like, you know, do you live local? Can I bring it back to you? Or, you know, what do you think? Hold on. <laughs> I'm doing an interview just so you know, so just, just want to let you know. I forgot. Maddie came home. We're going to get a photo bomb. We're going to get a photo bomb in a minute. Angel. Um, so it's okay. She'll say hi real quick. Um, so, uh, I took his kayak home, which I thought was super cool. Like one, he was cool enough to take a life jacket. He wasn't like complaining. I was being a stickler about it. Um, he was super nice and he was making jokes about it right away. Um, two, he agreed to fish with us and hang out with us. Like two strangers he's never met. And then three, he was like, dude, yeah, take my kayak. I trust you. Like take my kayak home and I'll let you fix it. And like, he didn't have any questions about it, which was super trusting. So I got like an immediate, really good vibe from the guy. And I was like, dude, this guy's passionate about fishing. While I was pulling his kayak out of the water, he was already getting a change of clothes out of his car so he can go back out and my kayak can go fishing. Like he was that's all he cared about. 
He didn't care that a kayak just sank. He didn't care that he almost just could have drowned in the water. Like none of that mattered to him. All he cared about was, Hey, can we go back out of the water? Um, mm-hmm. So right away I was like, man, we got to do something like something. We got to do something. Like I think every good person deserves a break. Like life is hard. You know, everyone has their own struggles and battles every day. And you never know when someone's at the tipping point or, you know, maybe he's never had a break in his life, but I'm like, I might have an opportunity to, to remind you that like being a good guy pays off. Like, let me see what I can do. So right then and there, I started sending emails right away um, to Summit Sports out here. It's a local, local dealer again, um, and to Seastream Kayaks. And I was like, hey man, is there anything we can do? Like I'll throw in a couple hundred bucks. Like I just got a stimulus check just came in. I'm like, I don't need it as bad as other people do. So I can spend, you know, half of it at least on a kayak or something like what can we do and uh those brands were cool enough between summit sports and c-string they covered it on their own they both went halves on it together and they're like we're gonna shoot a brand new pedal drive kayak and a new life jacket from nrs so nrs sent out a new life jacket for them um so i got mine back and then um c-string gave him a new pedal drive kayak and we surprised him with it which will be in the episode next month it's going to air next month the episode with mm. him um, we took him out fishing in his new kayak and stuff and caught some monster bass too but um yeah it was it was such a cool experience and then abc news shared the video um the youtube video i did about it um because it promoted safety and, let, and it, i thought it was a really good reminder to let people know like always check your hat before you launch like i do it every time realistically i always grab the drain plug and do a quarter turn just to make sure it's tight uh I always draw the bolts in my seat, um, the pedal drive and the prop and um, my reels. I do the same thing, make sure the handles are tight. Um, like I just do a pre-launch check because when you're on the water, as much as I am, especially like you, you know, when something goes wrong, you're, you're, you're in a kayak. You can't just fly back shore and fix something or repair something. Like you're on the water and a problem happens. You've got to deal with it somehow right then and there. So um, the experience I think was one of the coolest things that taught me a, um, to always make sure I double check my stuff too, and always to kind of be aware of your surroundings and other fishermen around you at all times too, just to make sure everyone's good. Yeah. Cedar, stop it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was a super cool story, though. I, I really like it, it, it wasn't intended to be a kayak giveaway, obviously. Like, I didn't plan on doing it that day. Um, in all honesty, as happy as I am that I got a new kayak and that we could help them, I wish that that situation never happened because it was super scary and like yeah. it could have definitely gone the other way. You know, he got two well, kids and, oh, yeah. you know, he could have not gone home to his kids that day. And it's just, that's the part that's like me and my camera guy both are still, like, we still talk about it. We're like, dude, that's so like, what if we weren't there? Like, mm-hmm. like how bad the water temperature was 48 degrees that day. Like, yeah. That's yeah, scary. that could have been brutal, man. It's like, yeah. well, and then it's, it's funny because you always hear like the naysayers, and I know you're out there, guys, listening, but it's like, <clears throat> you know, Mike has seen that. I mean, like that situation, we weren't, if he wasn't there, that guy definitely went win. And who knows what would have happened then. You know, I saw a friend go over that's very accustomed to being on a kayak, you know, in very frigid conditions, but we had dry suits on, but. Still, like you can flip in an instant if you don't have that, you don't, you don't have that jacket on you. You ain't, yeah. get, you ain't getting to it. I just, just uh, I just read well, his kayak today. Sank. His kayak would have been like an anchor, it sank, and he couldn't yeah, hold right. on to it, and he would yeah. have had no life jacket. And then, what is it like, like two minutes or four minutes or something that you in hypothermic water? I think you get you three lose? minutes, three minutes. Yeah. So it's like, how long would he? He wouldn't have been able to swim to shore. There's no way. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like it's just. It, 
and he didn't even think about it. Like he never mentioned any of this stuff. And I, and then like mm. a couple of days later, I remember I called him up and I was like, Hey man, like, I don't know you that well or anything, but like, do you understand what we went through? <laughs> like, yeah, like, right. like I, I was like freaking out about it for a, like a good, a good week. I was just like, man, that was scary. Like, I'm glad and grateful. Like, I don't know how fate worked that we happened to be there, but I wish that never happened because now mm -hmm. it, it scares me so bad. Like what if I wasn't there and now like, I'm a lot more alert of other fishermen around. Like if I see, anytime I see another fisherman on the water in a kayak, I'm always kind of like second guessing it now. Like, hey, is this kayak look like it's floating right? Like, you know, is he, is he not, and if they're not wearing life jackets, I get like really uncomfortable because I don't want to go up to a stranger and be like, hey, dude, do you want to wear a life jacket? I got a spare. Like I feel weird all the time because yeah. a lot of people get offended. A lot of people get really offended by that. But it's like after seeing that and being in that situation, I'm just like, man, like, I don't want to like see this guy. And then like the next day on the news, I hear someone around because they didn't have a life jacket. It's like, I could have helped right. him, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's a really, it's a really crazy situation. But um, now, you know, me and Darius are, I'm, I'm happy to call that dude a friend now. I mean, we've fished together a couple of times now and um, I took his family out to dinner and met his kids and um, you know, he's a super great dude. And out of all of it, I think we all learned a lot from it and from the whole experience. But at the end of the day, like I got a new friend um, and so did he. And, got to meet a really cool person that loves fishing um, almost more than I do. I mean, I do fishes more than I do. He fishes, he brings a fishing rod in his, in his work truck. Um, and <laughs> it, awesome. he installs, he installs satellites for a living. And if he meets a customer on a private lake and they're talking about fishing and stuff, they usually let him just fish in their backyard. If he's off work for the day or he'll, or he'll come back after work. So he fishes like in all these cool, like awesome spots off the shore all the time in his work clothes and stuff. It's hilarious. Like that dude is That's so passionate. Awesome. That's super cool. Well, I got something pulled up here, man. Let's uh, share this. It was when uh, you were uh, surprising him with the kayak. Let's let this roll real quick. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, dude. That's clean. So, I actually like that. Like you said, yeah, it kind of gives it some. So this is at Summit Sports, and this is when he saw the repair. He thought he was just getting his kayak back. Well, pretty hard here and okay. angle here. Okay. So now we built the plastic up, patched up. So that's airtight, dude. You, see where you they... can tell, yeah, a lot of dragging. Yeah, yeah, this thing's got some abuse, man. You've definitely put. Uh, <laughs> you've so put I made up something here because I had to find a reason to get him. Oh yeah, to go <laughs> in the store time, for sure. So I made right. up this part coming up here. Okay, I appreciate you again, man. Yeah, no problem. Definitely. Um, let me go grab. Actually, I have a. Do you have straps? Yeah, I got some straps. Do you have a the pad straps. for the top too? Say that one more time. Do you have like a pad for your luggage rack? Oh, it's at home actually. Like See, right there. I made up. I made up pad for your room rack. Okay. Yeah, here, okay. Come totally. Here, just follow us in over here. Yeah, normally, uh, you talk like I have like two little pads. So I put one in the front, one in the back. You okay. talking about that? Yeah, it's like a little pad that goes on the bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah wink, gotta, wink. Yeah, I was so nervous about this part. I'm like, I'm lying to this dude. I'm such a bad liar. I'm terrible at it. So I'm like. Yeah, I had to try to find a way to get them over here. Your fishing season will get better. And the factory is able to walk up to a store and bang on a garage door. Go starts going up. Yeah, that doesn't work. Shut the hell up, dude. So here's your new kayak. Stop it, dude. And here's your brand new PFD. That's awesome. Oh, that was in such a bad mood, dude. That is. His, awesome, his son accidentally dude. broke his so, fishing rod on the way there. So, oh no! And he got a new fishing rod. So I gave him. Uh, <laughs> I gave him one of my <laughs> Dude, I appreciate that's that. awesome, oh, man. Much, man. Oh.
That's what it's all about, brother. Dude, I, you know? I love that part, dude. Thank you for showing mm. that, man. I, I love yeah, that part man. of that video. Heck yeah. Happy. Dude, yeah, for sure. Especially, uh, I know when I first saw it, man, and he was like, man, I was having such a bad day. And yeah, he, dude, that part know, got me. When he said that, dude, I got choked up because I was like, ah, yeah. wait till you see this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome, man. Kudos to you, dude. That, uh, I mean, huge, man. Um, it seems like you always find yourself in a situation where you're helping somebody out that really needs it, dude. Um, you know, you I try like, to, man. I think that's I think that's our job, though. You know, I think when we get a platform, I think you know, I wish every person who had a platform felt that way. Like a lot of like big celebrities that have a lot of pull, like a big platform. I think they use sure. it the wrong way a lot of times. Like they use it for political reasons. They'll use it for uh, you know a lot of personal gain, but. You know, if people, I have a small platform, you know, like I'm not a celebrity by any means, and um, but I have a platform. And anytime I see an opportunity where I'm like, my platform might be able to help that person. I mean, there's a lot of things that I do, obviously, that I don't film or don't share. Um, sure. And there's been quite a few times where I'll see something on Facebook where, you know, someone posts something and then they get bashed on social media because of it. And I'm like, that's not cool. I'm going to go in and try to make this, like, I'm going to make this dude who's getting picked on be the cool dude. And I'm going to see what I can do to help him. And I've, Actually, I, I helped a guy out uh, last was it last year. Maybe it was earlier this year. And uh, he just posted a video. I haven't heard from him um, since I hung out. Like, we just kind of parted ways, and it was that. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even know what state he lives in, to be honest with you. Uh, he lives down south somewhere. But uh, he made a post on uh, the Feel Free Lure group, the Lure Owners group, where he fabricated, like, this, like, metal bracket for a motor. And it's, like, this – it was, like, really, like – I don't, I, I don't want to say a negative way, but it was gaudy. Like it was just steel and welded. Like it was really rough, like a really crude build. Sure. And it just started this thread of people like ripping on him. Like, and like an older guy, like he's a, he's a grandfather. Um, and you know, he's super low income. I think he's on disability and he was just trying to make his kayak better. You know, he just wanted to like, we all DIY stuff. Like he was just wanted yeah, to have more absolutely. fun. Like, but people were just like ripping this dude apart saying how it's all junk and how it looks terrible. And, it was too heavy and the kayak was going to sink and she just buy one and, you know, make a real kayak or, and it like, people were just bad. And this dude was defending himself over and over, like being super good about it. And I just randomly scrolled across it one day and I was like, you know what, let me see what I can do because this is, this is BS, man. Like, I don't like bullying. I got, I went through bullying most of my life and I'm like, I don't like this stuff. I, it's going to work. I made calls to brands that I don't even work with that I've never even heard of at the time, to be honest with you. Um, and, I got him. Um, well, I didn't get him. Someone else worked together on it. Obviously, um, I just made some phone calls and emails. But um, he ended up getting a brand new kayak motor mount and a electric motor from Electric Kayak Company. And he got nice. a brand a brand new lithium battery from Amped Outdoors. Uh, and he got a uh, steering controls. Everything all sent to him. So he had like that's awesome, dude. The setup he got is insane. And you know, all the dude did was I mean, awesome apology or awesome thank you. And that's all I. Like that's all I I told him I was like, dude, you don't owe me anything. It was nothing. It was just one of those things where you were getting picked on for something that you shouldn't have got picked on for. And I want everyone else to see how cool you are now. Like yeah, that's all right. it takes. And it's like stuff yeah. like that, like that's how your platform should be used, you know. Like, Absolutely. You know, these brands that helped out in that situation, they weren't gonna gain anything from this guy. Like he doesn't have a social media platform, he doesn't have a following. You, you know, they weren't going to make any money off of this. This was like a pure charity donation. They weren't going to make any revenue on it. It wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to make a video about it. There was no publicity behind it. 
Um, you know, same thing with with uh, Darius, with this guy. You know, I, I only filmed it because Darius said he wanted to be in a video with me. And it'd be cool. I'm like, you know what? We're going to film a video together, but we're going to film you getting a new kayak first. Like, but he didn't know yeah. that part. So I was like, I was going to make a video of him getting his kayak fixed and repaired until we found out that we could make the kayak work. But the the brands like Sunports and Seastream Kayaks, they're the ones that did, you know, they were the, the heroes in that situation because without them, you know, I would have had to find a way to come up with money to do it. And, and I couldn't afford to do it myself that way. I would have had to get them something cheaper, obviously. So, you know, it's not, it's not me being like the hero in any of these situations. It's just me using a, my platform to put the dots together. I have some great brands that I work with and that are in the industry that I don't work with that I know are awesome people. And there are great anglers and fans and friends in the community. Uh, so it's just using your platform is all it is. And that's what I love doing the most is, you know, if, you, if you've seen my episodes, like Jay's obviously seen on, he's in one of them. And Brian, I know you've seen a lot of my episodes. I try to put as many pay it forward things as I can. Um, in them to inspire others to keep on doing the same thing and to share with people like, Hey, this is how easy it is. Like handing out gift cards at Walmart to buy people's groceries, even though they're like, you know, $30 gift cards, it changes their life. Like, cause they yeah. might've, they might've been in a bad mood that day or, you know, they could have got a divorce that day or they got fired that day or they couldn't afford their groceries that day, or they could be perfectly well off and they just needed a reassurance that there's good people in the world and yeah. things like that, dude. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I know I'm like a broken record saying this because I say it all the time, but I've had so many times in my life where I've been in this like crazy dark depression that I didn't think I was going to get out of. And a simple message, this happened the other day. I actually I was in a really like a weird mental spot and, you know, I suffer from terrible anxiety and depression. So I get these like weird rollercoaster foods sometimes. And I was telling um, my girlfriend Maddie about it. And like within like an hour, no joke, I get a message, like this random message from a guy I've never met or anything just saying like how you know he appreciates me and all this stuff like that. I was just like, dude, like he has no idea the timing of the message. <coughs> right. So, right. you know, so it's like if you buy someone's food at a fast food restaurant or at a grocery store or surprise them with a new kayak, even whatever you do to help somebody one day, you never know how your time might be. Like you don't realize, people don't realize like you could be the savior at that moment without even knowing it, you know? So that's why I want to inspire people to do more of it because I really think, people realize that we're all people that we all have the same struggles no matter what our our status is or you know celebrities who are millionaires they obviously have depression and anxiety problems just like we do just at a different you know it's all it's all relative um but you never know doing something good for somebody whether you think they need it or not it, it could change everything and it could change your life too you know what i mean like i met i met darius through this thing and i consider him a, a really good friend now like i i trust that guy like he's a good dude and like i think i gained you know, he got a kayak out of it, but I got, I got a new friend. So I was like, awesome. you know, you, you never know what's going to happen when you just pick each other, you know? Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Sorry about well, the rant. No, 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 dude. <laughs> no, dude. I love it. I love it. It's, it's such a good positive wow. message. You know what I mean? Wow. And, uh, you never know when, uh, somebody may need that, that source of inspiration. What's water, Mike? You want you want some water, yeah, Mike? Some water, buddy. Here's some water, Mike. <laughs> it's pouring. <laughs> it's, it's like pouring all over the computer screen. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's uh, work. <laughs> so, uh, be, before we let you go, man, I got a couple random questions. You know, we we've had you on a couple times, so we want to really dig in on Mike McKinstry. Do oh, we? Geez. A little bit, a little bit. Jay's like, Jay's like, are you sure? I, I've known for a long time. Are you sure? I, I don't think we've asked this question before, but uh, 
Uh, there's right, Darius in the comments right now. Mike is a real genuine dude. Oh, what's up, Darius? There you go, man. Right on. Um, bucket list episode. Could oh, be geez. anywhere for anything. What's it going to be? Right. Alaska, Halibut, uh, around the glaciers. It's something I've wanted to do for probably 15 years. And um, I honestly was going to start trying to plan it for this year about a year ago. And the pandemic hit. And then that just kind of blew everything out. But, um, you know, a lot of people think like, you know, Panama's on my list, Australia, New Zealand, like all these so many places. But right here in the United States, we have, I mean, Alaska is probably one of the most, I mean, I've never been there. But it's probably one of the most uh, adventurous places in this country, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. And I think it, I think it would just be one of the coolest. So my main thing of my episodes, I love sharing my experiences. Uh, I love like bringing people in like they're there with me and showing them every part of it. And I think something like Alaska, like bringing someone to where like these glaciers are, like you can't even imagine what they look like in real life or what they feel like if you touch them. And seeing salmon or halibut out there, like I just I can't imagine like a better visual to share with people and to you know, spread the sport kind of thing. So uh, that's that's my bucket for sure. Nice. I like it. I like it. If there was one advancement in the in the kayaks or kayak fishing world, what would it be that you could do that hasn't already been happened? <laughs> if that makes sense. So, so does it have to be uh, like, I don't know how this could work though, but it's like, it's my first response, you know, um, my first response, not thinking about it too much, I guess, um, it would be to find a way to make kayaks the way they are now, but make them lighter weight. Um, like okay. to be able to have, you know, like the feel free Dorado is 125 pounds to be able to find a way to make that not even less expensive or the same price, the same cost point, but having be able to shed half the weight of it somehow and still have the strength and stability, all that stuff like that. I think the biggest holdback of bigger kayaks is the weight, um, is moving them around. Um, I always tell people flat out, like, you know, like the Feel Free Dorado, for example, it's one of my favorite kayaks on the market. Um, I love that boat. I've been using it for a couple of years. Uh, but I, I, tell, I tell everybody on the land, you're probably not going to like it that much. On the water, it'll be the best thing you've ever had. Um, and I wish there wasn't that trade-off. I wish there was a way to uh, do something something about it, you know, have the weight and still have the stability and the comfort and the size and the speed without having to charge 10 grand for it, you know? I like it. I like it. All right. You're in a tandem kayak. You can fish with one person, dead or alive. Maybe. Abraham Lincoln. Oh. All right. I'm just joking. I, I'm just joking. I thought, <laughs> I, I thought for, well, okay, what's your answer? Okay. Jay's like, you know what? Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. I mean, I was this close to Thomas Jefferson, but I mean. <laughs> um, you know, it's tough. So um, I'm going to purposely name drop here. So I've, I've gotten a fish with Kevin Van Dam before, and I probably learned more fishing with him than I've ever learned my entire life um, in the fishing world. And uh, fishing with him in a, I mean, I fished with him in a boat, which is kind of like a tandem in a way, but you have more room. So it, it'd probably be Kevin just because that dude is just like, he's one of the smartest people, not just in fishing in general, but like the fishing industry, you know? 
Um, it'd be it'd be a toss up between him and Bill Dance, but the only reason why I say Bill Dance is because I don't want to fall out of the kayak, and I feel like if Bill Dance yeah. was in it, we fall we fall out of it. So um, everything's probably rigged to like, fall. <laughs> yeah, I'll, if, if Bill Dance is there, I'll break the rods. And we'll fall off. We'll, we'll drop everything in the water. A snake's gonna fall out of the tree on us. Um, you know, it'll be a good blooper reel. But yeah, I would say Kevin Van Dam just because um, even if he didn't fish, the conversation, you know, like. I credit I credit Kevin and he doesn't even know this. Like I, I actually told him this like two years ago. Um and he was just he had no idea this conversation had ever happened. But me and him had a conversation on a boat in 2013 about the industry and about how you can't really make a living just winning tournaments. You have to spread out and diversify and have a brand and be able to be marketable and all different avenues. That way you can afford to lose all the tournaments that you don't win. And when he told me all these things, it was probably like, like I said, he probably no idea he even said it. It was just like, like we were on a boat together just talking. It was no big deal. And uh, that stuck with me. And I wouldn't have the career I have now if it wasn't for learning that really important piece of advice. So just the conversations that you could have with someone who's that intelligent in the industry, um, I think I could learn more just have a conversation with him on a tandem, tandem kayak than I would fishing, you know? I like it. I thought for sure that was Bill Dance. Yeah, like, well, Bill I Dance thought for sure it was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I was well, now, like, all now, right, this is cool. I like well, where this Abraham, is going. Abraham Lincoln's going to be offended now, so I guess I should have stuck with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's rolling over in his grave. Yeah. Did you do, Mike? Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a little twist here. We're gonna have a little twist here. Okay. You got one day to live. You could do anything. Money doesn't matter. What are you gonna do? Uh, so this sounds really weird, but. I, I did mention I have severe anxiety issues. Um, my biggest anxiety is medical anxiety. So I found out I need a surgery coming up soon here and it scared the crap out of me. So I thought about like, like if I don't make it kind of thing. So like I actually have had this conversation recently and my answer is the same as it was when I told, I told Maddie what needs to happen if I don't make it. Um, I want a, uh, I want to oh, start a charity um, or foundation um, to encourage people to pay it forward, to help kids get into outdoor activities, not just fishing, but just to get outdoors more, not be inside, not be stuck indoors, be able to get out and socialize and do outdoor adventures and, and team sports and fishing and kayaking and stuff like that too. Um, but that's, it's still my life. It's my life goal. Um, regardless if it's my last day alive or not, my, my main goal is to have some kind of foundation in place that we can raise funding to do events and um, host summer camp activities and stuff. I'm actually doing it this year, um, volunteering with a township I live in and I'll be at all the kids camps and seminars and, all these cool things are doing starting next month um, just because I want to do it for, for fun um, and get kids involved and stuff like that. So if I had one day and no money, money wasn't the issue, I would start a foundation like this and just be like, here's everything I want to happen out of it and hopefully pass it on to somebody before my 24 hours are up. I like it. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. I think that's the big, the biggest thing we can do, I think, with our lives is leave something behind, you know? Uh, sure. And I look at the guys I look up to, like Bill Dance, for example, um, like I'm lucky enough to consider his family um, friends of mine. Like his daughters are are friends of mine. I talk to them pretty often, and uh, they have a foundation, obviously. And the the work that they have done through their foundation has been so inspiring. I'm like, man, I want to do that. You know, like you know, when Bill Dance passes, uh, hopefully in you know 40 more years, um, you know, he's got a great legacy to leave behind. You know, his name will live on, um, and his his mission and his like his personality will live on through. Uh, you know his foundation that they do and through his brand and i just hope that like i get lucky enough i hope we all get lucky enough to, to be able to do that you know 
I love it. I love it, man. One last question. Yep. You just elected president of the United States. What's the first thing you want to find out? JFK assassination. Gee, did we really dude, land on what, the moon? Did yeah, we really land man. on the moon? Are there UFOs? Yeah. Like so what are you, like what's the, the first uh, thing you want to find out? It's kind of like the uh like the National Treasure movie where he gets the book of secrets and gets to look at yeah. it for a minute. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I like that analogy better than being president because I would never want to be a politician. I would never <laughs> want to be a, like. Well, I wasn't trying to throw the political aspect in. Like, there. talk about having a target on your back, Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I get enough haters as it is. You think I need to be? Come on. Um, <laughs> Cancel um, McKinstry. No, honestly, I. So I'm like a huge history nerd. So like I've kind of thought about this before too. And like, yeah, Area 51 and JFK and all those things would be kind of cool to know like behind it and like 9-11. Like there's definitely a lot of things that the public will never know. Um, but in all honesty, dude, I think the one thing that I would want to learn the most if I had access to like everything in the world like that, like all the knowledge, all the secrets of government secrets, I think the one thing I'd want to learn about, um, and it sounds really stupid, because it's going to sound kind of dumb, um, but I'd want to learn more about how um, corporations are involved, I guess, um, and how like funding and taxes get distributed and like the whole financial part of government, I guess. I know nothing okay. about it. And, and it's extremely hard to learn it as a citizen because it's all like you only can know what they tell you. So, sure. um, and I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I don't believe 90% of the crap that I read. So um, I think if I, if I had, if I was in that situation where I was the president or if I was, had privy to all that knowledge government has i'd be like all right so how do corporations pay you how do they get kickbacks how does that work how does that influence things how do our taxes actually get distributed like how is it all like how is everything actually working because it doesn't seem like it makes sense on this side of the of the aisle you know if like if you're looking at it from the outside it doesn't seem like it all makes sense so like yeah the jfk stuff would be cool area 51 obviously super cool but all that will come up time but knowing that kind of stuff i think is like extremely valuable Hi, Maddie. Look, she she totally is like running by. Yeah. But she's like, nope, I don't want to be on camera. Well, Maddie, I think with that answer, Mike. That with that answer, for... Mike. Here, come here. Come say hi real quick before we get off. With that answer, Mike, you might get elected president. Yeah. Just saying, bro. Yeah, I just I don't want. That to, was man. a very political answer. I don't I don't want to. I just uh, I just wish that people were better people all the way up to the top you know i just wish that right. was the you know and i've actually said this and i don't want to get political at all trust me i'm like <laughs> i don't i never want to get political um but i will say this though if we are better people at this level then people who are candidates to be elected as officials will be better people as well but we have to start down here not trying to change the people that are already up here because they're not going to change you know you're not changing an 80 year old dude has always been a politician his whole life but we can change the 15 year old kids that are that want to be politicians when they turn 20 or 25 or you know that want to be president when they turn 35 and then we can have better people to not have to worry about how our money is spent or how corporations are influencing government or you know what i mean so like that's the part that i think is more important are you gonna say hi maddie i don't think she, so like, did you see she her book by here yeah dude she did not she does not yeah. want to be it's like i'm not going to be on the internet again Madison. well uh <laughs> where can uh, where can folks go and follow you and follow the TV show and all the good stuff you do, man? Um, so you can go to uh, Instagram or 
um, Facebook, uh, Squatch Hunter TV on Facebook or Instagram or on YouTube. And you can subscribe and follow and all those things. That's the best way to support what we do. Um, it's all free. Um, doesn't cost you anything to hit the like button or comment on something or subscribe or share something. Um, Instagram has been my focus for the last six months. I've been doing a lot of like promotions and ads and stuff on Instagram, trying to build it up. And I think we had 13,000 followers, I think last week. Um, nice. so inst- I try to do a lot of exclusive posts on Instagram that people can only see on Instagram. So it, that way you kind of get a word for being a follower there. Um, but Facebook, um, any live videos I do obviously are exclusive on Facebook. Um, so the exclusive stuff on Facebook and then YouTube, um, is the place where you can kind of see a, a mix of everything. So, um, right on. I'm also on TikTok, but it's not really fishing related. TikTok is like where I just do like whatever I feel like doing. So it's not always fishing. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I don't do like, we gotta have a talk kids. later, Mike. We gotta yeah, have a talk later. Is, TikTok is where all the funniest people in the world go to like show off how funny they are. Trust me. Like it's hilarious. Madison, come say hi. Are you going come through on. withdrawals, Jay? No. No, I'm not. Jay Jay was on a TikTok tangent for a minute, and uh, hi. What's this up, is, kid? No, What's this up? is Pedal and Finn podcast. This is Brian, and I know I'm out of my studio. So it's small. That's Brian, and that's Jay. <laughs> oh, oh, Jay has this slept. Is, the this is not there. the first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jay has slept right where we're sitting. That's kind that's of creepy. right. It it, is. It, it, it does from here too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, oh man, it's like. Okay. Well, Mikey, uh, we appreciate you uh, coming on again, as always. Uh, super good to talk to you, man. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Um, yeah, for the good for folks. At- again, man. Yeah, man. Anytime. Anytime. And make sure make sure everybody checks out that on the bottom there's a link. Um, the Well, it was there. Now it says follow Mike. But don't, not that link, I'll- but the link for the Shannon Williams thing. Um, everybody yep. needs to go on there. I'm challenging everybody to go on there, donate 45 bucks, even if you're not going to fish in it or enter a fish. Um, they're a great family, great people. And Jan is one of the toughest women. Like she's a badass, like a hundred percent. Um, but you know, being tough doesn't help pay medical bills. So definitely support the uh, event. Everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Till next time, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddle. All right. Peace. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Yeah, Gadget, made in America, based outside of nashville tennessee yak gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories quick mount motor mounts anchor systems track monitored accessories even paddles go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water the 153 bay company based in troy ohio make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits hook them hard and hook them off all of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order so go to the 153anglers.com to place your order today